tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! You got a pretty mouth. Yes! Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, uh, episode eight, um, season three of the Blacklist. I'm Joe Braswell. Um, I'm not joined by the lovely Julia Carley, who is still out on assignment, double secret assignment in New York City, freezing her uh, pretty little red hair off. And but I'm stuck here with the lovely Joe Sanfilippo. It's nice to be here with you guys. Who? Made it two in a row. Two in a row, back to back. Back to back, like the 88 Lakers. You know, I was going to say, I think this is <laughs> most most analogous to last year's Lakers. If there if there were two in a row, yes. you know that they're going to drop the next six. No... <laughs> yeah, exactly. This year's Lakers have not put together a two in a row. I don't streaking. think they have. That's why I didn't even talk but, about this season. Uh, that's great. But yeah, so uh, we also, you're also hearing dueling banjos, which is what we chose because of their, our West Virginia hillbilly biker crew. The kings of the highway. The kings of the highway who are more like the jesters of the highway. We'll get to that in a second. Um, in the season, the, the fall finale of, of uh, the Blacklist, you know? So we're not seeing any more of the Blacklist until after the Super Bowl, right? July, January 7, right? Yeah. Well, actually, no, you know, so not after the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is in February, That's right? my understanding. But January 7 is when this comes back. They're coming back. Okay. So they're not, they're not doing the big Super Bowl whoop-de-bam this year, huh? No, they got the whoop-de-bam last year, though, didn't they? I wonder, who's, who's going to get the whoop-de-bam? Is it going to be, is it going to be blind spot? Oh, we should know these things before we talk about the whoop-de-bam. I got to say, we, we're going to get right, we're going to get into this and we, we, I'm going to get into the show, but I, I must say, um, the, uh, I, I must say that, you know, I, I was very hard on, on NBC's, um, I was very hard, thank you. I was very hard on NBC's, um, uh, blind spot. We, we, we get, we got, we made a lot of fun of it. It says it's going to be the worst show ever. And I'll be GD. I'll be goddamn. It's a hit and it's pretty good. So I feel bad about that. Well, I, 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 as your priest, I hear your confession. I, and, and I absolve you of your sins. Please do. Say six Hail Marys and an Our Father and uh, don't do it again. Okay. Uh, welcome to the Blacklist After Show. We're going to get into this episode, uh, episode eight, uh, The Kings of the Highway. Um, great episode, man. I completely agree. The writing, we were talking about this a minute ago. The writing staff has really stepped it up. I, I think, think it's the good stuff. writing is really good in season three. I think they've got away from the, the broad. I mean, like, in a way, The Blacklist has always been a show with big, giant ideas, like big, giant, like, set pieces and ideas that, that manifest themselves in these big, giant action sequences and these big sort of conspiracy ideas, which pretty much boil down to Red Reddington and a monologue every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked. It was a hit show. And right. We all loved it. 
But I think that that shtick is kind of worn thin. And it started, to, it started to really show its ass a little bit in season two, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, and they kind of cleaned it up. They really just focused on this, like these, these tight stories. They're focusing on the characters and these tight stories and not the elaborate, you know, elaborateness of the blacklister and the, and the procedural element. Um, this whole Liz and Red on the Run storyline has provided us for a lot of opportunity to really get to know these characters in ways that, um, I think we've been waiting to do. And also, the way they do these sort of procedurals or week-to-week episodes where they deal with the blacklisters has also been extremely interesting and extremely well done. And you still got your action set pieces. So I think they did a great job. I agree. And I think they figured out a thing to do with Lizzie, who, I mean, I, I never bought as like double super-duper FBI amazing. I never bought it. And and I think what they've done with her this 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 series this I'm sorry this season uh-huh. it, it's a lot easier to digest it makes sure. a lot more sense I think it, uh, you know it gives her a lot more to do in, uh, in that is that gives her a lot more range a lot more fun she had some fun this week with our boy Jasper they had a good time I, I think it's really it's come along I, I'm huge fan right now I'm goofy okay. about it man good goofy so let's talk about this episode first of all I, I got to officially. I'm just going in right now um, and I love black look I love the blacklist no matter what. No matter what we say, no matter how much you know, sort of shit we talk about, things that we call out, it's all in good fun. We love the show. We're doing the show. We talk very fondly. We speak very fondly of the show. We just call out things as we see them. Uh, so I'm calling this out. I'm calling 100% bullshit on uh, the the kings of the highway being 108 on the blacklist. I think that that is the, <laughs> that is the most ridiculous. Like now that we, can we officially just say the blacklist is now bullshit? No, I, yeah, I think at this point the the nomenclature has become so it's it's so uh, impossible to figure out how yeah. the, the kings of the highway who no one's ever heard of and would have been excited for twenty five grand they'd have lost their goddamn mind. The kings of the highway were a bunch of bumbling yeah. idiots. They're only going to have twenty five thousand. They don't belong anywhere on the blacklist. No. no, they shouldn't be able to look at the blacklist. Yeah, that no one knew knew they existed. No, it's like so like I don't know they've completely thrown this was this is when the blacklist itself the actual blacklist list. Has jumped the shark. The actual blacklist is so you're, you're going to call it the shark. You're calling it today. Take. It's the kings of the highway. The kings of the highway. I'm off the blacklist. I don't, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, I got don't, don't give me any numbers. Don't don't refer to the blacklist. Don't don't like just give me titles. Give me titles of the, of, of the episode. Don't give me a number. I'm sick of trying to figure out the numbers and the significance of the numbers when the kings of the goddamn highway are number 108. These guys. Um, uh, that, that that you know. So you know that, that's that's my thing. I'm not that I got that rant out, off my chest. Do you feel better? I do feel a little bit. All right, well that's good. Um, so Lizzie and James are on the run. So I, what, what we Lizzie, Lizzie and James, Lizzie and Red are on the run. What I did realize is I've been talking, you know, like what is you know every blacklister this these first eight episodes have been another piece in the puzzle to help exonerate Lizzie Keene. Yeah, you know, uh, another ends to justify a thing that's going to help do the thing. And I forgot somewhere along the way in all of my stupid talking and ranting that this was an actual plan that self set forth by him and Lynn. And the, is it Leonard? The, uh, him and the attorney. Yeah. Like, early on, like, they had the whole thing on the computer, like, it just might work. We have to hit, we have to hit all green, green lights. lights. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to do this, but it just may work. So, I forgot about that. No, I didn't, yeah, and, and there's, there's a long plan right now. There's a long game happening here. But whatever it is, uh, it clearly has been disrupted by, by, by Cash and the, uh, the, and the gang. But don't you, don't you feel like that? I feel like along the way they, they could have, Keep kept referencing that to make us remember like there is a long game like just one line like Leonard we have one more piece we're getting closer I get the vibe sometimes with this show I just forgot about it I think this show (laughs) does itself a favor in in, in that I think the writing staff sometimes leaves things open ended so they can change their minds in three weeks if they need to I think they kind of I think they kind of sit down when they're diagramming the plan I think they go okay well this set piece here we can go left or right 
and let's leave that open-ended so in two weeks we can decide if, which way this is going to go. I mean, speaking of set pieces, I mean, speaking of, like, you know, things on left to right, we forgot to mention last week that uh, our, our, our girl, the wonderful Megan Boone, is expecting. She's pregnant. Is she? Yeah. So there, there, there's, there's talk about how this is going to affect season four. Yeah. Are they going to incorporate her pregnancy? Are they going to incorporate they Shoot around it. Shooting around, it's tough. Are they going to shoot around Are they going to kill her off? That's just me talking. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone actually said that. Uh, but, you know, Megan Boone, <laughs> she needs to she needs to stay home with the baby. Oh. She needs to raise the baby. Uh, Braswell's thought it through. He's got a plan for you guys over at NBC. Here's his thought. She, she, they can, they, she has to go away to sort of like hide out. For the next seven seasons. Red, Red Vin will spend a lot of time like, you know, with, you know, whoever else. And then maybe they'll bring her back in season. So Red and Samir should run it. They should run forward, and and we can just you know what the baby shouldn't you shouldn't leave a baby alone to the third grade. So I, eight, next eight seasons, I think Megan, you know, uh, but congratulations, you're mean spirited. Con- I'm not. I'm congratulating Megan Boone for having a baby. Stuff like that. So let's get back. So we open this episode with uh with with Raider Raider with uh with Raymond Li- Lizzie and uh Ray- and Raymond Reddington like in the car, you know, saying we're almost there, we're almost home, Lizzie, and she's she's doing a mysterious call to Dimbe, like don't forget to get the thing. The thing on the thing. The other thing I can't tell you about that thing. Yeah, and he goes, I got it. And she's like, what's the thing? She's like, don't worry about it, Lizzie. The thing's going to help us out. Uh, you know, MacGuffin Central, by the way. And then they stop and uh, get out of the car, and Rez, poof, disappears. Which I thought was a little cool and scary um, that Rez, Red was gone. And he'd been abducted. What? Do you, first of all, what do, you, what do you think about this as a storyline? I thought it was a little goofy and manipulative. It's hard for me to believe... I, I, that super spy Red Reddington is going to be abducted by a bunch of hapless by the Hicks, you know, hapless uh, kings of the highway. Well, but, I, 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 I guarantee know. you two things. Number one, the, uh, the 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 tourism, the West Virginia Board of Tourism is not happy about this scene no. at all. Come to West like, Virginia, right? y'all. Y'all know we only get six people a year. Come up here, y'all know that, and y'all put this on your show. I mean, West Virginia is not exactly a thriving, you know, that's what I'm saying. Thriving metropolises and, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're, yeah, and they just took a big old crap on the tourism bureau. Um, you okay with this whole story? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea that something can come out of left field yeah. and the best laid plans. And we're looking sure. at at the big bads, and all of a sudden, you know, a little bad comes up and swoops you up. Yeah, I like I, I the, like that idea. There's something about like there's so much to watch, right? When you're on the run, you nobody got the sees big bads everywhere. You got the assassins, hired assassins. Maybe yeah. you get a, a whole fuck, you know, group of online assassins attacking you. You know, like 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 uh, driving like, the ninja motorcycles and, ninja. And, and Glock nine and whatever, like, and then like all smoking. Exactly. And all of a sudden, Zeke and his crew take you out. Yes. I mean, I like that idea. So there's, there's, there's a part some, of me that enjoys that. that. I was with Lizzie handled it in, 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 in the uh, thing when the trooper came in and kind of, you know, did her thing. She didn't flip on her hoodie. You know, she didn't. No. She wasn't wearing it. But she kind of like, you know. Oh, oh I got Oh, oh I'm going to go outside now. Yes. Uh, the, the second thing I'll guarantee you, it was the hat. It yeah. was Ray dialing out his hat, and they right. said, nobody in West Virginia wears a hat like Look that. Look at that. He, that's a prime something. Again, West Virginia Board of Tourism. You, you you can wear a hat in West Virginia. It's okay. Okay. So when it was revealed that he's taken by the Kings of the Highway, or the, one of the leaders of the Kings of the Highway, I was, I mean, I was really, really out on on, on them as, as characters. I just wasn't. It was this very cliche, very like bad, like a bad, bad, bad episode of Justified, a show I love. Like a bad episode of Justified, the, the the tropes of like the the dumb one. What we gonna do now, Joe? Like I don't know. You go shut up, you stupid bitch, to the chick. Like you get over here and see what you can do. All of that stuff was like, 
<laughs> as we just got them praising the writing, and I think, they, I think I, it's really I, good. that kind of stuff works for me. And it wouldn't have worked, uh, you know. My my sister, uh, uh, my sister passed away a couple years ago. But we went and saw her before she, you know she had she had lung cancer. But we went and saw her before she passed away. She lived in a place called Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Population sixteen thousand and change. Yes. And if you've ever been to Poplar Bluff, Missouri, mm-hmm. it'll give you an inkling that there are parts of the country that the rest of us simply don't go to, mm-hmm. but they are they are real places. Yes. And where people would get, I mean, they, it, it's, I wouldn't have thought that these tropes are true, but you meet them and you're like, holy, it's like meeting a unicorn. If you live in a big city, Shut you're up, like, Cletus. my God, you're real. You know? So, I mean, I, I kind of buy these things a little more than I would have a few years ago. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, they were interesting. I think the chick was, was, was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and, and his, his response to her, like, oh, you like getting hurt. This is why you're here. And she's like, hmm. And the weird, like, you know. He gets me. Are you my daddy? The weird, you know, let, let's have tea time. You know. The, yeah. The, 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 uh, the fake tea and then the, 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 the knife I and the I liked it. I head. thought it was fun. It was kind of, it kind of evokes some sort of weird, like, you know, I don't know what, like, backwoodsy, um, horror, uh, you know. What's the, what's the movie? Uh, I don't know. The Hills Have Eyes, yeah, kind of. Yeah, eyes, the, Rob, the other Rob Zombie one. Uh, I guess I can't remember. Um, but yeah, and so there was something to that, but it wasn't. It didn't quite fulfill the promise. It didn't quite get weird enough, and it didn't quite get like they weren't weird enough, and they weren't like competent enough. So it was just kind of a. But you know, it's a, it's a series of tropes, right? All, all, all slapped together. What was the movie with Christopher Walken a few years ago where he uh, where he gets captured by the was it Smoke and Eight? No, it wasn't Smoke and Eight. No, it's, it's, a, just, it's a King's Ransom. No, King, King's Ransom is that what's called? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. No, that wasn't that either. No, that wasn't it. But Shane Moore is in it. Yeah, where Suicide there, Kings. Suicide Kings, and he runs the whole same thing. You know, same yeah. same kind of trope. Yeah, I got it. So that's fine. Um, and uh, I like Red, like the way Red handled himself the whole time, and it seemed to be good. I like. You know, Lizzie did a pretty good job, sort of like of tracking him down. Um, you know, I, I did this. Uh, what did you think of Lizzie in her in her sort of seductive like mode, like her like I'm gonna flirt with this guy. What did get... she say her name was? Kenya. I don't know. I you know I I kind of liked it to be honest with you. Okay. I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. I, and and she stole the guy's phone and put it back and, uh-huh. and the whole. You you didn't love it. Where's Julie when I need her? Oh, you guys are I, gonna look at you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so she 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 did that. I just I just didn't. You know, I I'm, I'm so just enough. I don't want to be so hard at making moves. She did that. That's that's a, that's I, a, so that happened and yeah. that was a thing. I it, I didn't I just didn't buy her as this you know the whole like I didn't buy any of it. But it worked, and she got him. And I like, and I did like the fight. I liked like taking him back to the place and the fight, and there her with the wet hair pulling the gun out. That shot, you know, uh-huh. that, that was cool. Yeah, like uh, you know, and and I, and I like the I like the the emotion. Um, I like the emotion of uh, of her, like you know, my friend. You have my friend. Yeah, like give me my friend back. We you know we have to get Reddington back. I love I love finally. Finally, after you know, seeing Lizzie after all this time, being like, I don't know, Red is Red, right? Should I do? I believe you. What are you doing now? To finally be like, nothing else matters but Red. Red yeah, we're on. We're, we're on board. There's no questions asked. There's and, no more nonsense. And so that that was kind of cool. Uh, I'm just playing this all the way this 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 thread all the way out. So then, um, you have that um, you have that bit, and then so uh, they do. Uh, I do like Red. You, you you know that somehow Red was going to be able to sort of psychologically manipulate this group because they're not like he's super smart and they're super dumb mm-hmm. and uh, I think he, I like the way he was able to get inside the one guy's head about like how long do you think you're going to lay it like hang around and what's going to happen and it seemed to work because uh, their accomplice who was with Lizzie um, 
the leader, which I, which his name is escaping me right now. Chase. Uh, Chase left him. Cash. To, Cash. Cash. Uh, left him to die. Yes. Cash, paid by Marcus Hester. Um, Cash, T, and T-Bone, and, uh, <laughs> that's the dude's name. Yeah, my, I can't my, make my, that my, up. my man is T-Bone. Well, somebody made it up, but there it is. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. So there's that. Um, I do like that, that standoff at the end. Uh, you know, she ends up killing the guy, the girl, he ends up killing the, the cash, um, and having the conversation with the girl. And the girl seems to be like, I love, you know, you're, you're sexy now. Uh, Liz and Dimbe get the mysterious case. I'll, again, I'll have another Pulp Fiction reference where it's the case where you don't see yes, what it is. We don't know. It's, is, is it, uh, Marcellus Wallace's bride? I don't and, know. And we, and we, exactly. Or his soul. Is, is, is it his soul? I think it was supposed to be his soul yeah. in Pulp Fiction. That's what the, the bandaid on the back of his head, neck was supposed to be where the devil extracted his soul and it was in the case. This is some deep dive Pulp Fiction talk for all you guys that want to know about that. But, um, the whole, they even have the line, like the, the line from Pulp Fiction. Is that what I think it is? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right, it is. And they had some Pulp Fiction last week, too. They had yeah, some... Yeah, well, uh, a little body situation yeah. last week. Um, like, like, you know, there's a couple there's, there's, some, there's some, a couple lifts here from some pop culture stuff. And there's definitely a couple of Pulp Fiction lifts. There was a major, major L.A. Confidential lift in, the, in this one, um, which I thought was very cool, which I'll get to in a second. But a major L.A. Confidential lift. For those of you fans of uh, the Chris Hansen's L.A. Confidential, excellent movie. If you don't know it, go see it. Um... There's a big reference to that in this, in my opinion. But so they presumably are to, about to hand off the do the handoff with the with the case and wrestling the game come and bust it up. Well, I think we skipped a, a very important thing here that we maybe ought to go back and cover. Um, Aram Samir. No, I'm going to go back. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just playing this thread. You're playing through. that thread through. I'm going to go back and hit the other threads because this, uh, this is my thing. Our boy wrestler. Yeah, no, I'm not skipping over it. By All right, let's I go to, to it. Get, I just want to get through the whole. I, I just want to get through the whole A plot line, which is, you know, the the the, the, the red being kidnapped, red being rescued, and, and, and calling it a day. Like this is this is what I want to get to. So red's got red's got uh, chances chases no Cash's truck. Red's out. Red escapes. Red's on the phone with Tom and 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 Harold, presumably at the end, while right. Liz gets pinched and uh, and and the, the the kings of the highway are gone. Whatever was in the case has been taken by uh, by the FBI agent. We don't know who he is. And then uh, and then we've got uh, and then we've got Dembe obviously in custody. Nine guys holding him down. Yes. Yeah. So it's a pretty good cliffhanger on that end. But let let us go back. Let's go back to the other story. The other major storyline we have is Tom, Harold Cooper, and Charlene Cooper on the lam. Yes. On the run. Uh, you know, and, and so we, we start at the house and Tom is again super Tom, man. Tom is, he's so great. He's committed. He's Ryan, in. You know, props to Ryan Eggle, man. He's really doing it. He's committed and props to, uh, Harry Lennox too. Like, I'm glad they, you know, they're giving him How something come, to do. I think there's one thing, this is a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. I think there's something that needs to stop. Why does everybody over the age of 50 only get a revolver? Why does that happen? No, that's another that trope. Is, this, I, I'm so tired of this, like, oh, it was a revolver. That's what I learned Snubbed, with. And that's Snubbed-O's revolver. All I'm all ever allowed pew, to use anyway. Pew, pew. Like, run all night. Same thing. Liam Neeson, all I get is a revolver. You yeah. know, we got much better guns now. Nope, just a revolver. Yeah. You know, we got guns like 18, 19 bullets in a clip. Maybe, maybe you can go as many as you want, really. And a clip slaps right back in. No more but look. I like, nope, I like just to a revolver. my bullets one by one. That's it. Spin that bad boy. Oh, God. Got some nice action on it. 
Revolver, snub nose. Anyway, like like like, like Kojak or why? something. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it'd be the same as like you know what? I, I only drive a seventy three uh, Impala. Yeah. That's what I drive. That's what I, drive. I, I would think. Harold Cooper, FBI, you know, chief has got like some some something right good. There. Yeah. You know, he's moved along with the times. His wife sure as hell got a nice Mercedes. Yeah, so they're in the house, and sure enough, uh, we, we see that there's some guys coming to presumably do something. We, we haven't found it later. He's there to kill Ketakut. Um, we know that it's actually, um, Mr. Solomon and the gang coming through, but like, they, they come in, a hit squad comes to the thing, and they take him out. You know, um, you know, Tom and, and Cooper take him out and get on the run and get in the road and, 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 and get out of there. And on this car trip, we learn a lot in the car trip. We learn that that uh, Ketakut has a tracker tracking device embedded inside of him. Tom's and, line was great. Was great in, in your chest, huh? Yeah, huh? sucks for you. Sucks for you. That's <laughs> bad news for you, pal. That's coming out. Uh, Tom, Tom's great. Like again, yeah. when, when did Tom turn into Han Solo? Oh, that was good stuff, man. Like he's like the quippiest. It's he's the quippiest guy win- around. Maybe he's taking somebody on the writing staff out to lunch. He's like, I got this idea. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. like he's like this 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 Tom. This is not the same Tom that, mm. the, of, of season two. Certainly I agree. Not the same time of season one, but definitely some same, same time of season two. This Tom is a rogue, a rogue assassin. Like you know, he's you know, got jokes. He's got jokes. It's good stuff, man. I love it. Like uh, so that joke, and we do find out we did in the in the reveal. We knew something was up with that neighbor, homie. Remember? Yeah, that was that was pretty telegraphed. But then now yeah. we get it. She's like, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but now I wouldn't be here. And we're like, what? What does that mean? What's going on, Charlene? And sure enough, he's like, no, uh, we can go to the cabin. I was like, oh, great, the cabin. Wait, what cabin? <laughs> a cabin? Like, uh, the only person I know in the cabin is our next door neighbor. Why would you know about, oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so rough. That's rough. Damn it, Nairobi. Oh, yeah, damn it, Nairobi. <laughs> the council. Oh. Uh, that's our yeah, Matrix Reloaded, if anyone cares. Um, I can't imagine that they do. The, uh, no, but... Yeah, the whole thing, like, the, that, that poor reveal for poor Harold Cooper. Charlene, you know, was, look, he was sick. You were dying. Charlene was, you were dying. Charlene was lonely. He was right next door. The nice next door neighbor who looks like he's straight out of a Cialis commercial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't that guy, look like, I did not see him in a Cialis commercial, the neighbor. Don't wait kinda, for the moment to be right for he's you. He's kind of the gray hair and he's oh, kind of sitting there like, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, they're half a step from a couple of bathtubs overlooking the valley. I mean, you're 100% right. It's two bathtubs. That's just how you do it. Hold your hands outside oh, the bathtub. That's 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 my retirement plan. I'm going to be 55, 60, whatever you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be on Cialis, and I'm just going to put bathtubs overlooking. Honey, what, what are you doing there? Here's the thing about the bathtub thing. Like, you're going to you're, you're time to get intimate with your wife or your partner. You Your move is to time to get intimate. You first take the Cialis, right. and then you get in separate bathtubs overlooking the goddamn valley. And then so hold you have hands to outside fill, the bathtubs. You have to fill two bathtubs with water yes. overlooking some sort of a valley and somewhere. Then, and then Cialis is going to work, and then you can then you can get your work done. But you're in your own bathtub, and then if you get herpes, then you can take Valtrex right. and ride a horse, no, because or kayak because that's all they ever do in a herpes commercial. We've got it settled up. I got my retirement planned out. We digress. So the my man. So we, we find out the next door neighbor, Cialis man. The Cialis man <laughs> is is actually been you know she's got the keys to the farm in kind of a nice little scene between Charlene. I can't figure out is Char. Oh no, never mind. I'm getting I'm getting this confused. Never mind. Because Charlene Cooper is Valerie Petford, and and eight and the deputy district attorney is Adrian Lennox. I thought she's related to Harry Lennox, but it's, they're not. They're just they're spelled differently. But Charlene. 
Now, remember, if you remember, uh, uh, Julie and I wrongfully predicted that Charlene was going to get, Charlene was not going to make it. And they decided to not, they decided to, to, instead of when he's longing to look at that picture of Charlene, they were telegraphing something else. Because mm-hmm. we, we remember that in season two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a photo like, all I care about is my Charlene. We're like, oh, she's going to die. But now we know that she's she actually. She was boffing the neighbor. Boffing she was, the neighbor. She was doing some Cy Alice work. And, and she, and she may have. See Alice, and she uh, don't act like you don't know. And she may or may not, <laughs> whatever that stuff is. I, I, don't know. I don't happen to have any on me right now. Alice, is it see Alice? Uh, so, but maybe, maybe we do see her. I still think I'm going to say the tradition. I still think that Charlene Cooper may not be long for this world. Well, now, now we've got the audience not really loving her as much because yeah. that is that is that is the thing we do. And she's she's also she's also kind of pain in the assy on this on this whole expedition. Like, where are we going? What are we doing? What is all this? Can't I just go sleep with the neighbor? He's like, Charlene! Oh, so you think, you think, and, and if she if she dies, then what happens to Harold? We're, we're into predictions all of a sudden. I know, but I'm just saying, it's a, long, it's a long game here I'm playing here, but, that, but I have a sneaking suspicion. Mm. That and, then, they, and then Cooper goes full rogue, because Cooper's at that point completely untethered to the world, and then he can do whatever? I said it once, I said it a thousand times, I would watch the, the Cooper and Tom Keene Oh like yeah, on, on the road doing some stuff like the snub nose and 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 the, and the snub Glock. nose and Glock nine. Yeah, <laughs> snub nose and Glock. Snub nose and Glock. That's that's the we got to drop the nine. There's no that's, reason for that. Snub nose and Glock. That's a cop show I'd watch the hell out of. Um, spinoff. So yeah. So anyway, so so they're off to the cabin and they're doing a thing and then they get um, he does they 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 got the motorcycles and ninja motorcycles chasing right. him. They have to go underground. They get chased by Mister Solomon. He cuts out the. The uh, the tracking device with a with a very dull uh, but sanitized yeah. lid to something. Sa- I, I, I was kind of like, does no one no one carries a knife? Sharper object in there down there in the gutter. So that was done. Uh, we took care of that, and uh, they got away. And they're off to the cabin. Uh, and Mister Solomon's right on their heels. So that was that was kind of cool. Um, again, loving, 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 loving Mister Solomon. Yeah, yeah, like he's really doing it, man. I mean, he's really, really, like, really done a great job. Uh, my Ed, 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 Eddie Gat, Gatti, I can't remember to say his name right. He's doing a great job. So, um, again, I love that. I love everything about Tom and Cooper. You got anything to add to that? I do not. I enjoyed it tremendously. Okay, so I, I, I love I love all of that. Love all that all that stuff. So then, back at the, meanwhile, back at the post office in our third uh, thread. We saw, you know, the chairman, Christine Lightby, uh, kick out the director last episode. Um, and she's sort of running things there when she's sitting there with the deputy attorney general. And they're kind of running the show there with, with Wrestler. And we have some interesting office politics. I, I was saying, you know, poor Aram. But after their little tete-a-tete, you know, the uh, Wrestler and Navabi, they get back to work. And before they get back to work, Navabi receives a call from Red Reddington. Who's, who's calling his favor? Calling in his favor. That was Liz calling. I'm oh, sorry, Liz. Liz calling calling in the favor um, uh, for Red, you know. And the Bobby gets on and gives her the information off Wrestler's computer, which wasn't the smartest thing in the world. Probably not. Wrestler figures this out. Has 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 Aram try to figure out who did what? He figures it had to be Harold Cooper. He goes to this, the Deputy Attorney General and tells her like, "This is this is Harold Cooper. He betrayed us all. He's a traitor." And meanwhile, it was Navabi who slept with him. Now, this is getting into some really cool, complicated, you know, fun stuff here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. I mean, I'm not, not in just in a 
dumb way. Like, I mentioned, like, Wrestler being this guy struggling with, you know, the, the Boy Scout versus a real guy. And he, you know, I'm he's starting to think he's stupid, though. Breaking me too, but he's breaking protocol and he sleeps in the Vabi and then that happens and then she breaks protocol and sneaks around gets a thing and Aram is like, you know, a, a poor Aram, but he was not. He was different than I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be a little more devastating, a little more stoic. I like the way they, they went hurt. with it, though. Yeah, he's hurt. And Navabi's aware that or that that Aram's yeah. into him. Obviously, Navabi Nav- Nav- is you know she's very aware of it. I just didn't think that Aram. It just seems such a like a vengeful act because. I don't know that, that, that I don't know about that. I mean, it was, it was very, it's very were, interesting the way that played out. I don't that just didn't fit right. Well, with there's what a couple I think of Ram is. every now and then. It's, it's TV. So they got to take shortcuts. Every now and then we got we got forty. We got how many minutes? Forty three minutes? Forty six minutes? Yeah. Whatever it is, 40. we got to tell the story. And and so we got to take a shortcut. We got to have this character do 42. something. Forty to forty two minutes. We got this character's got to do something. Maybe he wouldn't normally do. Or we, sure. you know, and and that's kind of you know we got to sometimes that's a pill we got to swallow. Otherwise, we're never going to get through these. The, you know, the, the plot's never going to go anywhere. Um, but you know what? I really, I, you know, we learned a lot of things. We learned that that when um, when wrestler shaves, he shaves very quietly because mm-hmm. you can overhear the conversation in the next room. Yeah. And we also know that he shaves every fifteen minutes because that man has never had an ounce of facial hair, not one piece of hair. It's unbelievable. Like I'm completely strung out on all kinds of pills. Yes. But you shave every fifteen minutes. Well, yes. I'm, not, I'm not crazy. You love you, you, you love a clean shaving wrestler. God, this, this, this is your meme. This is your. This Someone is, let him grow something on his face. Uh, FBI, um, WTF, and clean shaving wrestler. The two things are going to be in your, in your never, blacklist tombstone. It's, it's, he could be six weeks underground, still managed to shave. All right. I, I, I whittled this rock down because the proper razor. But we we also learned that his dad. We uh, this was interesting. We got well, the backstory. So, I want to get to that. Yeah. so So we so we get to that. So Aram, you know, so Navabi goes to Aram and. It, and it's very interesting. Like you know, I'm telling you the truth because I know you like you know you like me and I can trust you. And Aram's like, no problem. And he even said like, you did this for Liz. Okay, well we're all trying to help Liz. We've all done some things, but then he find out she and then he said uh, you know when he finds out that it was the IP address was connected to his laptop, which was at his house early morning. You did it early morning, which means you got with him. He feels so betrayed by her. Yes. That that she that she rats that that he rats her out. Well, let, let's, knowing let's, what the consequences could well, be now, in the no, body. Now let's let's take it. Let's because let's, he got his feelings hurt. Let's extrapolate. Maybe it it, it stops That's being weird. Well, it, it, maybe it stops being as cut and dry for him at that point because if she's willing to, if she's boffing wrestler, maybe this thing that that I had with her that I thought was a thing doesn't hold much weight for her. And so maybe maybe all this stuff is maybe there's you know I, I think you start to question a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but if, but if, I don't know, if, if you know, clearly, um, first of all, Aram has done a lot of things off the books to help Red, right. off the books to help Lizzie. He's already on record saying, I'll do anything it takes to do Lizzie. I'll accept the rules, break the rules. Sabrina, while he's helping Lizzie, they're all in this together to help Lizzie, but she's turning him in. She's turning her in. I don't know. That was a little off brand for me, but it's also, but it's also a very great piece of sort of character writing and everything else. I thought that was cool. So then we get, uh, uh, you know, we get more insight as to like, you know, wrestler, like he's, he wants her gone. He's, he's got her fired and he's, he's calling Harold Cooper a traitor and he's going to the, to the, de- to the deputy attorney general and saying like, you know, this is that. And she's like, dude, like lighten up. Harold Cooper, you're out of your mind. Come like, on, Harold Cooper is the most decent man I know. Yeah. The, the, the Vobby is like risking your neck for you every five seconds. What's your problem? And he goes into the story about his dad, his dad and the guy, do you remember the guy's name? I don't remember. 
the most crooked cop though in in uh, in uh, I don't remember what the town was. I yes, I, it's I, I do, I'm, I'm looking up right now, but um, yeah. So that that story, which is which is very interesting, because we we've been we've been asking for like three seasons. What's the skinny here? Why what's why the deal is this guy with wrestler? Way? Like why why is he so hard ass? He's such a red ass on every single thing, and it's driving me it's driving me nuts. Um. I don't know. I get the vibe. I mean, th- these are the moments, you know, where, where, where it's like, okay, I, I, I understand what we're structuring here, but, you know, you, you got to make sure you don't cross the character into stupid land because then, then it gets, then it just gets dumb. Like if, if, okay, well, I get that he's, he's a boy scout for this reason. And I, and I love that. I love that we've got a backstory for it, but at some point you're just crossing over into dumb. And, 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 and at that point that makes you just a tool. You're just, you're, you're no different than a, than a, than a wrench or, or a, or a, you know, or a hammer because you're not doing any thinking. You're not doing any actual, you know, you're not doing any thinking for yourself. You're just doing what needs to get did. Um, uh, we haven't touched on, but we need to, uh, uh, d- deputy director here and the chairman and yeah, the chairwoman. So, yeah. So, so we got, so we got through all that. And that was very interesting that we, we get to the backstory of, uh, of a rom to remember the, 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 the guy's name. Doesn't matter. It, it kind we'll of see him. We'll, we're going to see him again. The, yeah. Now that we've introduced him, he's going to come up. The, the, the bad, the bad cop's going to come up. It's going to be what's some more wrestler backstory later on. Yeah. So anyway, the, um, so yeah, so so you know that's something I predicted early on that the I keep calling her Jane Fonda, the Jane Fonda lookalike chick, uh, played you know played very well by uh, by me and, me and Julia's favorite girl, um, uh, Christina Christine Lathy late Lathy. Um, we we kept talking about that, and she is. Um, I, I said early on that she was probably a bad guy. I thought that she was actually working for the cabal. I was very certain of it. I thought that that was for sure the deal. And then last week when she was throwing out the director, I thought, oh, we're out of the woods. She's actually a good guy. And then it turns out we're wrong. Wonk, wonk. So who was that show for? Was that show just for the deputy director and and wrestler? And she's keeping up appearances. Yeah, I mean, or. or I mean, well, she can't be playing both sides. She has to. No. She has to be. I mean, she has to be on the. I mean, no way. And there's no way that that the, the, the director wouldn't know. I mean, that if if the if if the deputy director was able to figure out uh, that that she was the State Department attaché at that time, attaché or, or she was an assistant. I don't remember who. Yeah, Secretary of State to, to to on African Affairs. If 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 she was on that, then she and she was able to put it together. Then obviously the chairman knows. So the director knows. Pardon me. So who who was that show for? It just had to be for for wrestler that he made uh what's his name's uh swallow the uh you made uh, uh solomon swallow the, swallow the fish hook that show was just for wrestler and and the deputy director who is now no longer with us yes well she the, the deputy attorney general deputy attorney general yeah. pardon me deputy attorney general thank uh, you so yeah so, so we have the whole thing and uh before that she tells that story and then she goes and gives him you know the information on mr solomon and then she does the move like is, did you tell anyone else i'm like right when she got there i'm like uh, oh no and did you tell wrestler this information not yet i no, only I told I you to like oh no Bam. boom and the way she played that very like oh i'm sorry dear i hate to have to do this any last words and she says the name you know, whatever, and it's and it's that's from my LA Confidential thing, Rolo Tomasi. Yes, remember this bit? Yes, that's the last thing Kevin Spacey says. Spoiler alert! In 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 uh, in uh, LA Confidential, Rolo Tomasi, and then you know the chief comes back and says, "We're looking for a Rolo Tomasi," and then that's what that's how you know. Anyway, uh, so I think it's the same thing. This is going to happen. Wrestler, hard ass wrestler, is going to know. That uh, you know, the, 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 I'm sure the, the the chairman's gonna come back. We're looking for a whoever the name is, right? And Russ is gonna be like, "How would she know that?" 
and that's going to be the thing. Got it. That's the role of Tomasi fans. Oh, I got you. I follow. Ooh, that's good. So what's that words? The only person who would know that story is wrestling. Right. So she she's going to be like, we have a new lead. We're trying to shake down a name. And it's, you know, whatever the guy's name, the, the, the criminal was. I got you. And that's there gonna, it is, that's and that's and that's how same. wrestlers gonna know that it was that's her that, that whacked out, and that's and that's what's gonna like calm wrestler down from his like hard ass bullshit. Um, so that's it. I don't know. Great episode. I mean, we're, Great episode. We're, so we're we're set up here for the this is you now like we're set up. And things were all nothing's right. Like Liz is captured, Dembe's captured, uh, Red got away, uh, a deputy director's dead. Like we, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of like, lot of lot of threads to tie up. That I'm very interested to see them tie up in these last back, uh, you know, twelve plus episodes. I was gonna say we we got twelve hours to sort this through. I think yeah. I think uh, I think everything's gonna be <laughs> At fine. Least. So uh, what, let's let's jump into some predictions before we get out of here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, what do you what do you see for the back half here? Uh, ah, I, you know, I think that uh, I think it's going to be really. I think obviously, I, I think the wrestler thing is going to be. I think you're 100 percent right. By the way, that's an exciting idea. Um, and I, I like I said, I think it, we're, I'm getting tired of wrestler being kind of like like Boy Scout to the point of stupidity. So uh, I, I would imagine that the writers, who are much, I think, much more fingers on the pulse this this season than they had last season, I think they're going to pick up on everybody kind of being that way. Um, so I think I think wrestler is going to become much more interesting, and uh, and I think that's going to be awesome. And I think that uh, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie captured, Lizzie, uh, you know, uh, whatever it doesn't matter. Um, and 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 you still got the whole thing of you got Raymond on the run. What what are they going to do with Dembe? That's to me that's the real question. Is what, yeah, what's going to happen with Dembe? Can't catch a break. He's just, no. he's, he's always captured, swooped up. He went from being like you know, <laughs> now he's just he's continually captured. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I I'm really excited about where this is going actually. Um, I do. I, I'm trying to figure out what what is the ultimate um, alliance here between like how are we going to get Tom Keen wrestler and Tom Cooper and Red Reddington and Dimbe working together and Aram and Navabi. Like that's a lot of people, but how are we going to get them all working together to take down the Cabal? Aram, or, or, Aram. Like, Aram's going to be the central piece. You think so? I think so. Because I mean, like it's it's all you know. You pull know. them all together. If it's, this is this is all of a. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is this is what I'm trying to figure out. Um. All right. I still can't figure out this guy's name. Sorry. Move on. We got to we got to wrap this up. All right. Well, we're wrapping it up then, Joe. Uh. That's all I got. All right. Me too. Where can we find you, Mr. Braswell? Oh, we're leaving. It's over. We're leaving. Yeah. We got to do this. <laughs> you can find me on on um on social media on Twitter and. Instagram, Instagram, and Periscope at Joe K Braswell at Joe K Braswell. Where can we find you, Joe? Uh, on the Twitters at Joe uh, Flippo J O E F L I P O and uh, Julia Carley. You can find it J E J U L I A J. Was it J U L I A C E A R L E Y? And uh, I think that's all of it. Yeah, Tommy Markin, Tommy Markin. Damn it, you're good. Uh, Julia will be back. We'll all be back. Uh, maybe with a full, full panel Woo, next, next January. Up, up January. You guys have a uh, happy Thanksgiving and a wonderful and, Christmas and, and a wonderful holiday season. Holiday season, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, everything else. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.